This is the Crazy Beautiful Life Podcast. I'm Bethany, but most people call me B, and I'm your host. From health and wellness, money moves, environmentalism, lifestyle design, and more, this podcast helps inspire you to live your most crazy beautiful life. Hello, crazy beautiful people, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. Welcome to the eighth day of Podmas. There are only four days left until Christmas, and I can't wait. Thank you to all of you who entered my giveaway. I just announced the giveaway winner on my Instagram stories last night, so go check out who won. And also, last night on Instagram, I announced a really fun part fun project where you too can be part of the podcast and you need as much participation as possible. So head on over to my Instagram, read the post. And what I want from all of y'all is I need you to send me a voice note of you answering the question, what is one thing that 2020 taught you or what is one thing that you learned in 2020? And I am posting a really special episode on Christmas Day on December 25th and I'm really looking forward to it. So check out my Instagram, send me those voice notes. I want you on the podcast. So today, finally, we are joined by one of my bestest friends in the whole world. Maddie, welcome to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Good morning, everybody who's listening. Yes, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) For reference, we're filming this at night or recording this at nighttime. Um, But good morning. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited you're joining us today because there's no one else in this whole world who is as festive as me and who gets it. So I'm just super fired up to do this. (laughs) Me too. Okay, everyone. So grab your coffee. This is going to be a coffee with the gals episode. Get super cozy and let's have a little morning chit chat. Mads, what are you drinking? I have a tea. It's David's tea, mother's little helper. A nice little mint moment because, you know, it's evening time. We've got a little post-dinner bloat happening. (laughs) (laughs) And nothing like peppermint after dinner. I love it. Mm -hmm. I am drinking. I wish I could show the listeners this mug, but I've been waiting to show you this mug. Look. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so cute. It's Santa. I got him at Loblaws. Stop it. Isn't that the cutest mug ever? Yes. So I'm drinking um, hot chocolate with the salted caramel liqueur from the wine rack. Beautiful. Uh I love that for you. I miss going to the wine rack. I feel like we used to go there all the time, but in my new neighborhood, there's no wine rack. (sighs) The only wine racks where I live are in grocery stores Uh and I don't grocery shop because I live with my parents. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like as soon as the wine rack opened, like I don't think it was open in first year. It was really, I only know this because there's one along Bloor. That was, I think it was the one on Bloor that we would go to on our way to every single party in that basement. (laughs) 
because it was the only thing open because it was open till 11. Yeah, it's so and good. I remember because drink of choice was a two liter jug of growers. The growers. Because I was not a wine drinker at that time. Yeah, the growers <laughs> cider is literally so good. And I think it's hilarious too because oh. in between like your house on like the Maddie and mine on Euclid, it was literally like two wine racks and we lived a block away from each other. Yeah. It was enabling. <laughs> it was. There was also so many pizza places and fast food between Starbucks. We uh, would always show up with snacks and or booze. Mm-hmm. It, it was a it was a really good thing. So yeah, throughout today's podcast, um, we're gonna talk about all the things you guys. We have so much to get through, but. Before we do that, we got to share a Christmas memory to start off the episode. So, Maddie, do you want to go first? I will. I'm going to bring up a Christmas memory of us. Oh, my so, God. Yes. <laughs> back in, um, I can't remember. It must have been second year. I lived on a college near Spadina, which was not too far from Bee's house. But, like, in the wintry slushy, it was a bit of a trek. And it was... November 12th, and I went to Starbucks. That was at the end of, like, B Street, but on college. Picked up two, like, venti Christmas beverages, sloshed my way through the slush all the way up to almost bluer. (laughs) (laughs) These coffees that were probably lukewarm by the time I got there. It was like, Merry fucking Christmas. And that is where that snap memory came from of the best. And we just wore Christmas sweaters and sang Christmas carols and probably cried a little because exams were coming. But it was November 12th. That's when Christmas starts. And that we started it right on. Yeah, we were on the money. That was my favorite because I opened my door. You were like, I'm here. I opened my door. You were wearing your blue Christmas sweater at the one with the collar. Yes, I was. And you had two Starbucks drinks in the Christmas cups. And you said, Merry Christmas, <laughs> as soon as I opened my door. And then all night, we literally listened to Christmas carols, sang them. We made a list, and I don't remember what's, what was on that list. Yeah, we were doing, was it like parodies of Christmas songs or something stupid? I think so. Oh, my God, yeah, I... Your memory is amazing. You're coming up with things like <laughs> earlier. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is. And then suddenly I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> okay, well, my Christmas memory is also a Christmas memory of us. And everyone listening, if you haven't got the gist of this yet. Oh, my Google Home just went off. Google, stop. That's so weird. Anyway, She also wanted to come chime in with a Christmas memory. I know, right? Like, what a rude bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> um, so, this is hilarious. But I don't know. I think this was in first year. The fireworks. <sighs> was that first year? It might have been. It was first it year or second year. First or second. Same era. <laughs> same era. Yeah, they're basically the same. So, oh, oh for the listeners, if you haven't figured this out yet um Maddie and I really bond because we love the holidays <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have a lot of memories together because we have always celebrated the holidays together which is why this podcast was necessary 
<laughs> so I think it was first or second year and um, the Calvacate of Lights was happening downtown Toronto. Now the Calvacate of Lights is basically when the city goes from normal mode to Christmas mode. It's the beginning of the Christmas season in the city and that is when the Christmas market opens, the city hall Christmas tree turns on, all the lights at Nathan Phillips Square turn on, it's before the parade, it's like the beginning of the holidays, that's what it marks. And the Calvacate of Lights, there's this like big countdown and at the end of the countdown they like light up the City Hall Christmas tree and then um, there's this huge, amazing, beautiful firework display. So the year that we went, it was, that was like, I think, I don't know, maybe it was one of the first years or it was just really busy that year. I think they're always pretty busy. It was definitely my first time there, so I had never been sardined in a, in a square like that before. That was very new to me. Yeah, and, like, we were, like, smushed. Like, remember people were climbing the, like, <laughs> cement thing? Yeah. It was yeah. nuts. The fireworks, though, top-notch. So Beautiful. good. Um, but we were just doing our thing. We found a really good spot to stand and watch the amazing fireworks. And there was this couple in front of us who were really feeling the moment. And I'm so glad that they were happy and enjoying themselves. But it was so funny. They were making out like I have never seen two people make out in public in my whole life. Um, their cheeks were like puffing like like, how do I like just... a blowfish. <laughs> like a blowfish. It more or less looked like if you were to fill your, like, cheeks with air and hold your mouth t really tight and just be like, <laughs> like, uh, but it looked like that and they were, like, passing it to one another. Like, they would alternate whose cheeks were like that. It yeah. Was fascinating. <laughs> and we were just standing there, like, watching the Christmas lights as these people passed air back and forth between their that mouths. That would be a fart if they're passing air. <laughs> oh, no, that's passing wind. <laughs> it was so, so, so funny. And I remember the cavalcade of lights that year specifically because these two people right in front of us were just, I don't even think they saw the, the freaking lights or the, the no, fireworks. I don't think so. But you know what? I bet they had a great time. And I hope they're well. They're doing very well. <laughs> oh, the things that would happen in public before before 2020. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I also, why I remember that night, <laughs> your phone, you were like, I don't really know how to get home exactly. It Maybe it was first year because you still didn't, I don't know. You were not a thousand percent sure or confident <laughs> how to get home. And I was like, this is how you get home. And me and another friend who we were with had carried on with our night and we're oh, going yeah. out to meet other people. So B went home and her phone died. So I didn't hear from her. And the next day I get a call from one of our other friends. <laughs> She's like, do you know where Bethany is? And I was like, what? No, they're like, what do you think? She like died. She was oh, it was second year to the world. Cause I, I didn't like, go to work. Yeah. She didn't go to work. And so everyone was freaking out and just in my head, I'm like, I sent her away on her own. I sent B to die. And I really, for a little bit, I was like, there's no way. She's probably fine. Like, I wasn't freaking out, but there was definitely a voice in the back of my head going, you were the last one to see her, and you let her die. <laughs> I was like, 
because I love true crime, I'm like, that makes me a prime suspect. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was second year because, honestly, I didn't know my way around the city until, like, third or fourth year. Yeah. Because I knew, like, campus and that was it. But we were, like, down at Nathan Phillips Square. Yeah. And I walked home. I walked all the way to Euclid. But then I just KO'd and I slept through my alarms. And I was working for varsity at that time and I didn't show up. And Sussman was my roommate. And she left to go to work at varsity, but she didn't check if I was in my bed. And I was just in my bed, like, KO'd. <laughs> that is so funny. I forgot about that. Literally, everybody thought I was dead. I just was like, this is not going to look good for me. I'm glad I have an alibi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And we took photos that night at... Um... In front of Old City Hall. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember what jacket I was wearing. Me, too. That's so My fun. red plaid scarf. Mm-hmm. I was wearing my white crocheted headband. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that picture recently. Yeah, I love those photos. They always pop up in my memories. Okay, guys. So Maddie and I, we're covering a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about how we met, how we became best friends, how we bonded year after year after year over our love of the holiday season. We're going to talk about holiday movies, funny memories, holiday foods. All things festive, sleigh bells, Santa, everything. Buckle up, prepare for the most festive fucking podcast you've ever listened to. Let's do this thing. So I guess the best place to start is how the fuck we met. How did this that come is... to be? Do <laughs> <sighs> oh, you want me to go first? Sure, you go okay. first. Amazing. You tell you tell the story. <laughs> okay, is this story how we met? <laughs> So, um, everyone knows that B played rugby in university. Uh, fun fact, I did too. So we started in first year together. Um, B was a little bit late to training camp for moving purposes. Um, so I had already met people and I don't remember the exact day that we met, but my first, and it's almost memory in looking back, there is a picture of me, you, and our teammate, Rachel, who's from the same area as B. Mm-hmm. And the day we all got our kit, we had found out we were on the team. We got all our, like, U of T rugby swag. And there's, like, a picture of the field you can take a photo in front of. It's, like, a backdrop. And the three of us are standing together, and we look so awkward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we we're do. just, like, I'm in between them. My arms are wrapped around them, and we're all, like, cheese, like, first year, hee-hee. I, I remember being in the arena being, like, hey, would you guys want to, like, take a pic with me? And you guys are, like, Yeah. And then you guys ended up being two of my, like, closest friends to this day. <laughs> I just look at that picture and I'm like, aw, oh, what the future will hold. Aw. <laughs> and I, I know we got really close from, like, I think Christmas of that year. Like, we were close the whole time, but it was like, oh, this is friendship, friendship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I remember, so um, I remember the first time that I had, like, seen you because I thought you were a vet. I thought you were a vet for like the longest time because you just carried yourself really well. You were really confident um, and you would like participate in like team discussions and like, you know, when your coach like stops you and is like, okay guys, like, let's talk about the drill we just did. I would always like not say anything and like you would I always try hard. say something, <laughs> but I just, I thought you were a vet. I was like, oh my God, like she's a vet, like, and you carried yourself really well. And then someone had told me that you were a rookie and I was like, 
No. And then when you got your kit, I was like, oh, you, you are a rookie. We are rookies together. And yeah. And then I started joining two of our senior players at the library and you started joining them too. Who was it? Mac and Liv. Liv was there? Yeah. At the library. I believe you. My memory is terrible. Isn't that crazy? I think I got one too many knocks in the head. (laughs) And I don't recognize that until I try and think of things like from first year. And I'm like, huh? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) When did that happen? I know I went, you know what? I I remember definitely going with Mac. I believe you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's so funny. Because our first year was their fourth or fifth year. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? We're older though now than they were then. Oh, that's uncomfy. <laughs> Chills. They were so grown. <laughs> LOL. Chills. Yeah, so we started like studying and like seeing each other more and more. And then our friendship just skyrocketed when we realized we we're both obsessed with Christmas mm-hmm. and the holidays the basis of a good friendship right (laughs) (laughs) and yeah I guess like throughout undergrad um Maddie and I got real close we Mm -hmm. studied together a lot we would literally sometimes just like hang out at your apartment and do nothing like we would just like listen to music and like giggle that was best I would frequently just show up at B's place and be like hello (laughs) I live here especially in our fifth year I had moved home um I live just outside of Toronto but I was commuting so I was like I'm using your parking spot and staying over thank you (laughs) just be like I have a gap between classes I'm coming over (laughs) just inserted myself I loved it I loved (laughs) every minute of it so yeah, I guess um, for our listeners, we got super close over a lot of sleepless nights, staying up all night studying. Um, Maddie and another one of our friends, Monica, were like my ride or die study gals. And I wouldn't have changed it for the world. All my Snapchat memories are us studying or us doing Christmas things. And I love it. But uh, oh. it wasn't all fun and games. No. Can you talk about the new college lobby, please? Um, so when we wanted a little change of scenery from, you know, Robarts, <laughs> we would go to new college because they were open like 24 hours in their lobby area. And one comment I have to say to new college is somehow their toilet paper is even worse than Robarts. Yeah. Um, and uh, B and I are both people who use a lot of toilet paper. So, mm-hmm. you know. We do not live lives that lead us to live happily in new college dorm. Or we didn't live in the dorms, but in the lobby. Um, <laughs> and the amount, that was like an extra low from Robart somehow. It was colder. It was mm-hmm. darker. The nights seemed longer. The it's, naps were worse. <laughs> you know why we went there? It was because Robarts didn't have all night hours on Saturdays. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god, that's so sad. You're so right. Yeah, because we had planned an all-nighter, and we got to Robarts, and then there were no extended hours. So we were like, what the fuck do we do? And for the record, 
neither of us lived in New College. New College is no. a residence. Yeah. That can't be allowed. <laughs> no, it's not. It's on campus and we were students, but yeah. <laughs> We'd like go in at the time of day when the doors were still unlocked because they obviously locked them overnight. And then we'd just stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the one time you paid like $20 to get McDonald's Uber Eated coffee? Yes. Was, we, I literally wow. ordered just like eight coffees for oh, something yeah. stupid. And hash browns. Just enough. Yeah, coffees and hash browns. Oh Although God. it was glorious. Like, I would probably still do that again. <laughs> yeah, I would probably do that again. Yeah, but, oh, maybe not at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of, like, snap memories of us, and I look at the timestamp of it now, and it's, like, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I'm, like, oh, <laughs> ouch, surrounded <laughs> by, like, Red Bull cans and sadness. <laughs> and then we discovered All Night Fun. Mm. I love All Night Fun. Except for it's a lie, because they kick you out at, like, 4 a.m. They do? They can set up for breakfast. I didn't know that. I don't think I've ever been there till 4 a.m. Yeah, and there was one night where it was snowing so magically and beautifully and just festive. And Monica and I went from All Night Fung back to Robarts. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was the Robarts Fung Robarts. And I was like, "Mm." (laughs) mmm, that hurt. Was that the night that you guys were walking down the middle of the streets? Yes, that was the transition of locations. Oh my it's god! Beautiful snow. Oh my but god! I was yeah. honestly with the amount of time that we spent walking from like campus to Euclid or whatever at like three or four a.m. Especially me, like I used to be freaking ruthless. I would walk from Robarts to Euclid at like 4 a.m. by myself. How did we not get kidnapped? Hey, I read a thing once, and I cannot tell you who the quote is from because I do not know. But it says, if uh, you don't want to get kidnapped, eat a lot. And as a prop, I, I did that. <laughs> you were a flank. I don't know how you got by. <laughs> but <laughs> harder to kidnap a prop. <laughs> Like, honestly, we made so many, like, whack decisions. Every exam season would come. And, it, it like, the first, like, week, we would be like, this is the exam season that we leave the library at 9 p.m. And, and then it was, like, 3 a.m. <laughs> and also, it was, we were both working throughout our entire undergrad. Yeah. We were grinding hard. There was a point I was working three jobs. So, <laughs> I remember... I used to work at Sportech in the Eaton Center, and oh, we'd yeah. finish, it'd be 10.30, and the brown food truck outside of Robarts closed at 11. So I figured, when I got off the subway at College Station, also, if you're not familiar with U of T campus downtown, the subway stations, there's, like, no TTC through campus except, for like, a single bus, but the subway stations are either on the north end of campus or the south end of campus. Robarts is kind of perfectly right in the middle, like, slightly geared towards the north but the food truck is south of robarts so i got off at college which is on college street south of campus booked it from the like (laughs) subway station also the subway station is like significantly east of the campus yeah it is of the robarts the robarts um so i'm running up the street would make it to the food truck just before 11 could get my poutine and then go into robarts bunker down probably like 11 15 
And that's when I would start studying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You would, like, I would have been at oh. Robarts like four or five hours and you would be coming after work. Yep. I'd leave like either from class or from Robarts, go to work and then go from work to Robarts. <laughs> oh yeah. That yeah. is crazy. I shouldn't have paid rent. I should have just. <laughs> I know. Right. More Robarts. We could have lived out of our backpacks and literally lived at Robarts. Yep. And if anyone ever saw us going to Robarts, honestly, they probably thought that we lived there. We definitely looked like it. (laughs) (laughs) So at U of T, they have this really cool thing that they do at Robarts that around, like, I think it's midnight, they shut the heat off because they keep the library open all night. They want to encourage kids to go home. So they shut off the heat. Well, that didn't work. We just brought fucking blankets. I brought my Snuggie. (laughs) (laughs) So I could still work effectively, but have a blanket. (laughs) And then the Starbucks in like normal time would close at 10. And then they would extend it to like, I don't know, like midnight. But that still didn't stop us. Yeah. And at some points during like peak exam season, I can't remember if it was a couple times a week for a couple of weeks or if it was just one week but Robert, or Starbucks would be open 24 hours yeah and it was incredible yeah but for those like non 24 hour times we had a plan when they shut the heat off we had a plan bring blankets when they closed the Starbucks we had a, a plan bring a kettle <laughs> we sure did <laughs> we always had snacks we always had some form of caffeine, whether it was a personal eight pack of Red Bull um, or we brought a kettle and we could have like instant coffee or tea. We were prepped. I'm pretty sure I had like a tube of honey in my bag for tea. Like <laughs> we had hand cream. Yep. <laughs> Chronically dry. <laughs> Literally, we had everything. And then like someone would like take a nap. He'd be like, wake me up in half an hour. And, like, everyone would, like, take their turn having a nap and, like, waking each other up to, like, continue the grind. But, like, hey, we made it. Like, we yeah. literally made it. And mm-hmm. um, it was it was wild. There's a diploma wrapped um, under my tree right now. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to open it on Christmas? My parents bought me a frame. Aww. Um, that's so sweet. So it's wrapped under the tree. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Um, remember the one time I showed up at your house after staying up all night? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I wasn't, but yes. I don't. I think um, you might have been done. Oh, maybe. The kin exams always ran disgustingly late. Yeah, they were the worst. What yeah, the kin exams it? always ran pretty late into the term. Yeah, the kin exams were always the freaking last people to finish and i think it's because kin doesn't have like their own buildings me i don't know because english doesn't either but aren't you guys part of like uc or something we're arts inside so i guess like we're in um wow the name's escaping me i've only been gone what six months <laughs> Sid Smith. There Sid go. Smith. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, I can picture it. Yeah, it was based out of Sid Smith. 
Um, no, it's not. That's a lie. That's where art history is based out of. Um, English is based out of uh, Jackman Humanities Building. Okay. St. George Bloor, uh, Northwest Corner. Oh, the yeah, old yeah, one. yeah. Yeah. True. But, like, I had a lot of classes that were in, like, the chem labs. And I was like, uh, we'd walk in, and there'd be all the science stuff on the board. And I was like, ah! <laughs> what <laughs> is that? <laughs> I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> Numbers are scary. <laughs> I guess we should say what you studied. Oh, yeah. Um, I double majored in art history and English at U of T. So Bachelor of Arts, not science. No. <laughs> Walk in and see all like the different kind of smart people stuff on the board. And it was like, I that is not my truth. <laughs> <laughs> and as Take most <laughs> of the listeners know, I took kinesiology, so we didn't really study together because it was like our shit was Apples anyway <laughs> related. We just like we really knew how to fire each other up. Yeah, and it made a really we good would pair. Listen to her like crying playlists, and I would listen to heavy metal, and <laughs> we just did mm-hmm. a lot of uh, mostly productive work. Around, like, 4 a.m., my crying playlist would switch to EDM to try and keep me awake. <laughs> there was one called Hype Beast EDM, and I used to always put it on. Um, I was looking at my Spotify playlists yesterday, and the one that I remember making, because I was, like, crunch time, I'm a notorious procrastinator who is writing essays hours before they're due, um, and the playlist I would put on when I was, like, okay, pedal to the metal was called get it get it bitch and (laughs) i was just like oh my god it's just all caps get it get it bitch (laughs) and it's literally like alice cooper um like who else is on there i think acdc um basically it just is like a nice upbeat heavy metal playlist um screaming men in my ears (laughs) yeah see i can't listen to anything with words when i study I don't know. Just a little bit of Ozzy Osbourne going, ha, 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 all aboard. <laughs> um, it just gets me going. I'm like, we're all aboard the crazy train. Let's go. <laughs> My favorite thing about you studying was you always had to have a million books. Yeah, I was an avid user of the library. I did not just go to uh, be in the space of the library, I would frequent the stacks, and I wouldn't always take out all the books, but I'd just be surrounded by, like, 62 million books, and I'm, like, ripping through them, listening to, you know, Crazy Train, and Mm -hmm. everyone's like, I never took out a book in my whole university career, and I'm like, I would have died. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. clearly we came out all right. Yeah. We did the five years. We both got a degree. Yeah. You have a job. I do. I was very lucky to go through, like, the interview process in February, kind of before the shit really hit the fan. And the company that hired me was nice enough to uh, keep me on. So I didn't start till September, but I was like, your girl's employed. So I love it. You're a yuppie. I don't know what that word means. A young professional. Oh, I'm a yuppie. You're That's a yuppie. 
as I work from home in my pajamas trying to make my dog stop barking in the middle of work phone calls. I love it. It's still a yuppie. (laughs) Something like that. So clearly you made it out. We both made it out. We, Mm -hmm. We did the thing. I will say we spent every single exam season together of all five years. And the last exam season not being together really fucking sucked. I cried. Yeah, I cried too. And I made a TikTok of our library memories. (laughs) I forgot. Like most people's TikToks are like clubbing memories. Like, no, ours are in the library getting (laughs) that degree. Um, But do you have any advice for someone who may be in our shoes um, right now? Who's on the grind? Any advice? Sleep. Genuinely, I'm fairly certain I was like narcoleptic at some point due to like anxiety and stress. And once I kind of, I'd say in my fifth year, I finally figured out how to not need 15 million all nighters all of the time. Mm -hmm. And if you can, even if it's not eight hours of sleep, because that's freaking impossible, getting like, Five hours of sleep is so good for you. Yeah. And if you can, like, not do an all-nighter, maybe stay up till two, wake up at seven, y'all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, uh, do it. Yeah. Sleep. <laughs> I feel like in our fourth and fifth year, we started doing one all-nighter at the beginning of the exam season to, like, get all of our ducks in a row. Do you remember? And then we would take, like, a couple days to recover. And then, like, yeah. but, like, we first, second, strategically third. suffering. <laughs> yeah. We'd be like, okay, we'll do one night and go berserk. And then, yeah. like, the rest of the exam season, we would be sorted. Um, that worked, like, really well. Yeah. yeah. Definitely that. And that was, I mentioned how I had moved home was, honestly, I moved home so I could sleep. Because I was working so much because Toronto rent is wild and mm-hmm. my family is luckily close enough to Toronto that I could drive and also as per my previous email I stayed at B's constantly <laughs> <laughs> so I mooched off her rent <laughs> and um <laughs> so hey we had a couch and a futon what else were we gonna do with it <laughs> and I still managed to crash in other people's beds <laughs> oh yeah true that's perfect it couldn't have it couldn't have worked out any better Um, My advice for anyone who's still in their undergrad is build a good support system. Find a solid group of people who are always down to study and keep each other accountable because that's something that we did really fucking well is if one of us was just like fucking off and not studying, we would be like, hey, you should come. And... I think Mm -hmm. that was like the best thing. And I guess now because everyone's like online and maybe not on campus, it's a little hard to build a support system. But even if it's a support system and that like you study on video chat like Mm -hmm. once or twice a week. I will say that was definitely because our last term of university was the one where everything just kind of like went online very last minute and working from home in that kind of like school sense was so tricky but I definitely the best thing I could have done was I would have um and it changed between different friends but I happened to have all my friends still in school so we would set up times be like okay everyone on zoom bye 
um, like 9 a.m. And we'd all make sure we were on at 9 a.m. and call each other incessantly if we weren't. Um, and like pretty much put all each other on mute, but you could like keep an eye. And um, on days where I was getting definitely distracted, I would share screen and make everyone watch my screen. <laughs> so I was like, I'm working. So definitely helpful, even distance and safe. Oh, that is a really good idea. Yeah, it was awesome. And then we would take breaks. We would do it on house parties sometimes and take breaks and play games. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it was when Katie was, um, one of my best friends was um, out east. She was at uh, UNB. So she was out there finishing her master's. Um, so she was writing her, like, thesis paper. <laughs> so I'd be like, all right, let's pound out some writing together. And then we'd also play games. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if I didn't have our support system throughout undergrad, I would have been fucked, especially in our fifth year, because we got into that habit of, I think it was Tuesdays or something like that, we would all meet at Robarts, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was so foreshadowing. Yeah, it was, I remember the last one, like, and we were like, ah, no, nah, we're not going to go from home, like, it's not that serious, like, I can like think back to how naive I was at the like idea of COVID. And I was like, it's not here. Mm-hmm. Ah, stupid, stupid me. Um, <laughs> and I wish I had like, <laughs> I don't take it in more of that study time. Yeah. I like just the, oh, I literally, I was going to say, I haven't seen you since then, but we had that one outdoor picnic that one time in October. Yeah. I've seen you once since that day. Holy shit, that is insane. Because there was a time when we saw each other literally every single day. Mm -hmm. At 7 (laughs) a.m. 6.30 when we showed up. Yeah. Because you bet your ass. We were the first ones in line to get our bodies taped together in the morning. (laughs) Not to each other, but to hold itself in place. Honestly, they should have just taped us to each other. And then we would just be a full working body. Well, and that would have made sense, as we would have been the majority of a front row. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely weird now that we're graduated, looking back on Underground, because mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel, but like, I don't really miss it quite yet, but I kind of do. Yeah, the parts that I miss is like the... Ooh, like my class schedule and like going to class and having friends in class. And it's like a different kind of work than like working. Oh, but I don't miss anything else. Yeah, I don't miss the undergrad part. No, I like reading papers and like writing papers when I don't have a deadline Mm. for like leisure. Like I like learning. I was getting jealous of my uh, partner's like assignment, which was weird for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, I kind of want to do that. That seems fun. And then I'm like, mm, no, not with the amount of stress that it like, you know, brought on. Mm-hmm. I wish this wasn't our first year post grad, but I know like our proper first year post grad will come. Like, I refuse to accept that this is my first year post grad. <laughs> my first year post grad hasn't started yet. I'm counting it as mine because I got the job and I'm like, (laughs) look at me go. I'm an adult, but also it feels so fake. Like when I got, so I had postponed my graduation till November because originally my parents were 
going to be out of the country for spring convocation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also thought we would have convocation. They thought they'd be able to travel internationally. <laughs> well, um, so, and then I kind of forgot about it because I didn't take grad photos. Um, the day I finished my last assignment, we threw a convocation Zoom party in my house. Um, and I was literally working. The doorbell rang. The dogs were going crazy. I was all like weirdly sweaty. Um, and in like pajamas working from home that day, you know, those days when you're working from home and you're just like extra gross. Yeah. One of those FedEx person was like, are you Madison? And I was like, yeah, they're like, here. And I was like, what? And I just stood at my door and I opened the envelope and I'm like, oh, my diploma. And then cried. Um, Aww, I cried too. I, cause I wasn't expecting it and it felt so long ago and yet like it never happened. Like it just was so anticlimactic that it just was like I, I literally well I um hooked like connected my phone to my speaker downstairs and played like the graduation march song uh and walked myself down the stairs of the day that I finished my last assignment while my mom was cooking dinner. Oh, I love <laughs> and that. And that's about as it, like rah rah as it got. I had plans, everyone, to uh I had found out because we had our exam schedule when we went into lockdown. B and I were finishing on the same day. B was finishing. I had was finishing in the morning. B was finishing in the afternoon or the evening. And I had plans to go buy a pop up bottle of bubbly outside of her exam as soon as she walked out because we were done on the same day. I know. That is one of my biggest disappointments with having to go home. I was like, I had a plan and it was going to be. Liddy. Yeah. And my last exam was at the exam center or was supposed yeah. to be at the exam center. Yeah. I know. And I like to stand out there and be like, Whoa! yeah, so excited. I just got yours and that's so lame. <laughs> I wish oh, so I can like visualize it because we had, as soon as we got our exam schedules, we were like, we finished on the same day. <laughs> we were like going crazy and like you're yeah. you were done literally just a couple hours before me yeah which is so rare because kin exams are always so freaking mm-hmm. late mm-hmm. Uh, i wish i that was genuinely and it feels so silly because so many people lost so much through covid but in the beginning when like i had no plans so i had like no big shutdown issue besides my job that was pretty big um <laughs> but my big thing was meeting B outside of the exam center when our exams, like on the last day of our exams and literally like popping a bottle of champagne in the middle of the street screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was so sad when that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. I'm sad about that too. I wish. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Enough about uni, enough about school. Cause it's going <laughs> to make me sad. Let's get into the festive, the holiday stuff. Let's give her. So what is your favorite holiday movie? And you got to tell me why. Um, Annabelle's Wish. Hands down. Anytime anyone asks me. No, it is not a horror film about a doll. It is a magical masterpiece narrated by uh, some country singer who I don't know, but people are always impressed. Um, (laughs) It's like Randy Travis or something. I have no idea. It's like old school country, but has the best narrating voice. It's a movie from my childhood. It's about a cow and Christmas magic. And um, everybody should watch it. It's on YouTube. It's like 57 minutes. It's iconic. (laughs) It's about a cow. (laughs) 
it's about a cow. Her name's Annabelle, and it's a her wish. <laughs> and oh my it is my favorite. Like, it's obviously animated. And um, that Santa Claus is, like, for me, just the most iconic Santa. That is the epitome of what I think of Santa Claus. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like I've watched it. Because I feel I like... I probably made you watch it. I think I've made all of my, like, best friends watch this movie. Yeah, I think you have. My favorite Christmas yeah. movie is The Santa Claus. <gasps> Filmed in Oakville. I know. You told me that. <laughs> Tell me more. Isn't it, like, near you? Yeah, literally right downtown Oakville, and I'm pretty close to that. Actually, um, we have this little independent theater um, in Oakville. It's called Film.ca. Everyone hit it up when it's, like, safe. They're great. Um, super affordable and a nice theater. Um, but the owner does all these, like, kind of fun videos sometimes and they do camps and stuff and he did one not long ago where they walked through all of the sets downtown and like in the area and he was putting clips of the movie i'll have to send it to you i don't oh know why God. i didn't send it to you but he was putting clips of the movie and he's walking the same area and putting them side by side so like what it is now versus what it was then and it's so cool because there's still stores that are downtown oakville today that are in the movie and, like, there's houses in Oakville that are in it, and, like, it's so cool. <laughs> oh, my God. When it's, like, safe and, like, normal times, maybe next year, I need and to, like, do that walkthrough tour. Done. Done. Like, that is my favorite Christmas movie. I think the Santa Claus is so fucking magical. The red satin PJs, the, the ladder that he climbs to get on the roof, and it says, like, and he's like, there came such a clatter. And he's like walking, oh my God. And then, oh, it's just the best Christmas movie ever. The elves, all the elves. Christmas is about elves and about Santa and um, and about happiness and love and joy. But like, you can't have a Christmas movie without Santa and the elves. And I just, mm, I love that Christmas movie. It's my favorite Christmas movie it's so good and I talked about this in the last podcast but I need to share it with you I went and looked at the Hudson Bay windows and they suck no I'm I mean su- I think that it had to be like their duty to suck so not too many people went to them this year well like they're really elaborate like they're oh, beautiful they <laughs> and stunning and amazing but it's robots making the toys no there's no elves no. Yeah. And there's like I'm... one of the windows is like the naughty list and the nice list. And it's just being spat out by this like robotic computer. And I'm like, Santa writes the naughty and nice list. Yeah. What the heck? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it can be like that. Polar Express where they like have a big screen and they're watching the children because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, what the heck? No. Ugh. Right. Isn't that crazy? I'm too far. <laughs> Okay, what is your favorite holiday song? Okay, I can't choose a song. That's just, I can't. But I will give you my two favorite holiday albums. Okay. I'll go a classic, and I'll go more modern. (laughs) So, classic would be Elvis Christmas. Like, Mm -hmm. his Christmas CD. It's iconic. It's my favorite. Um, He's just so good. And there's, like, some boppy ones. There's more chill ones. There's just... An Elvis Christmas song for any, like, time of day and, in my eyes, any time of year. Anyways, um, <laughs> in the more modern, uh, Kelly Clarkson, Wrapped in Red. It is such a good album. 
I freaking love it. Was obsessed with it the moment it came out. Honestly, Wrapped in Red might be my favorite song off that. Um, it's just so good. And I will have to say, I went to Cruise and Tangos. I think it was the year it came out. Because I also had a habit of going to Cruise and Tangos as soon as exams were done. Mm-hmm. And one of the drag queens uh, performed, I think it was Wrapped in Red. And I was the only one who knew the song. And I was belting my heart out. And she was just singing at me. And we had a beautiful moment. And oh. I loved it. <laughs> Cruise is so much fun. I miss going to see the drag queens. They're so good. Oh, I love it. I, for my favorite Christmas album, I'm really torn. I'm, I'm really torn. I chose two. You can choose multiple. Uh, okay, so... Do a podcast. Own it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love Br- Bruce Bruce Springsteen. Mm. Yes. Merry Christmas Baby is probably my favorite Christmas song. Merry Christmas Baby. Yeah. We did that in my high school jazz band. Oh, that would be so good. So good. I can still play it on trombone. My, my trombone's in my closet. Um, I love that song. Um, but I actually, like, really, really, really love and adore Justin Bieber's Christmas album. Yeah. Except for Little Drummer Boy. I hate his rendition of Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. It's odd. <laughs> yeah. But Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. Mistletoe is a major bop. Mm-hmm. Again, any time of year. Yeah, all the time. And someday at Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Correct. I love it. Yeah. Okay, what is the one gift you wanted really badly <laughs> when you were growing up? Freaking a puppy. My, I did not go that many years when I look back on it without a dog, but holy smokes, it felt like freaking forever. And then classic horse girl, I also wanted a horse, but <laughs> realistically, really wanted a dog. And as in, I would save up all my little like $2 allowance a week and um, <laughs> like any gift cards I could get for like like birthdays or Christmas. And would buy for real pets. Do you remember those? Oh, for yeah, real yeah. pets? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're just like little furry things. And yeah, I just wanted a dog so badly. But I got dog toys. Not like toys that were dogs. Not wow. dog toys. Yeah. Wow. Those yours. Um, mine was Play Doh Dentist. Tell me how I just got like, just, like <laughs> transported back. I never got back. it because it was I always was out of stock. Allowed, I was not allowed Play Doh. Or silly putty as a child. Really? My mom hated the stuff. And I don't blame her because um, we got silly putty one time. It was in like a loo bag or something. Maybe two times. Cause, or maybe I just split it into two things and put some in my sister's hair. And my mom had like these beautiful leather coasters. They're like Danier. And like have like a little thing that they sit in. And um, I stuck the silly putty to the lid of the leather coaster thing and there's still a mark from the green silly buddy in there to this day oh my god (laughs) oh my god no we were allowed play-doh but it's just my parents like play-doh dentist would be in the wish book but in my hometown there was no sears there was only like a small little sears pick up and drop off isn't that so like early two thousand shopping? <laughs> so you'd have to order it from the catalog like early. Yeah, and then it would show up like in the town at the pickup and drop off. Like I have to say, I don't know. Like that's very rural Ontario. Yeah, I did not have that. Isn't that crazy? 
That's wild. Yeah. And the Play-Doh dentist, you would like open its mouth. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And the teeth were like little Play-Dohs. Yeah. You can have cavities and take them out and do stuff. Yeah. But I never got it because my parents could never find it because we lived in buttfuck Idaho. Yeah. 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 Wow. I just wasn't allowed Play-Doh. Yeah, fair, fair. Okay, what's your favorite holiday beverage? Um, I don't know. I'm weirdly not super into hol- like festive beverages. I think like a uh, hot chocolate, like a peppermint hot chocolate, or yeah. something would be like the closest. But again, I want like one pump. Yeah. Or that one time that we made hot chocolates and put candy canes in them. That oh, was that was really good. Really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like, I'm not super into eggnog. I don't love mulled wine or all these, like, what? spiced things. You don't like I mulled don't, wine? It, I don't not like it, but I'd rather just have a glass of wine than, like, mulled wine. That's fair. No. If someone's serving me mulled wine, I'll sip on it. I'll enjoy myself. But I'm not like, I want mulled wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about um, you? Do you have a fave? Yeah, mine's mulled wine. Oh, whoops, my bad. <laughs> I love mulled wine. I think it's so, so, so good. That's my favorite holiday beverage. I do not like eggnog. I've, like, since working at Starbucks, I'm a barista of two years, so uh, come hit me up. Um, <laughs> we have the eggnog latte, and it's not just straight eggnog. We cut it with milk. Um, and it's, I don't mind it, but I want, like, a short, not, like, a big one. Yeah. But I've also never had um, rum and eggnog, and apparently that makes it way better, and I believe that alcohol could definitely make eggnog something more enjoyable. See, but I think my digestive system would blow the fuck up. Oh, 100%. I forgot. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you would probably die. I would die. It would not be fun for you. Then you could just die drunk. (laughs) 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 Which could make it either like <laughs> 10 times better or worse and I don't know yeah I'm not sure either but mulled wine with like cloves oranges cinnamon sticks mm. magnifique yeah. I just freaking love 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 mulled wine it's so good and you just like leave it like in the slow cooker like on a pot like in a pot on the stove I just I, I love, love the smell of mulled wine yeah and then I'm like fantastic may I have a glass of wine that yeah. is not mold. <laughs> Fair. No, I could drink mold wine all night. It gets you really drunk. Yeah. I don't doubt it. I'm a little jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Christmas socks or Christmas sweaters. If you could only have one for the rest of your life, which would you choose? I'm going to say sweaters because they're like more out there. More people can see them. Christmas socks. You could have winter socks that are not Christmas socks, but they still have the essence of festive spirit. Like, I don't know. I have those Eddie Bauer socks with like bears on them, and they're not Christmas socks, but they feel like Christmas. Yeah. But you can't replace a Christmas sweater. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I yeah. totally agree. I would never give up Christmas sweaters. No. Currently, my sister has all but one of mine, or two. Oh my god. They're doing, like, a Christmas sweater week at work, um, and she doesn't have any, and I was like, <laughs> mine aren't seeing the outside world right now, so. <laughs> I got a new one this year. 
Oh, good. It's a Christmas tree and it has bells on it. So when I walk around at work, everyone oh, can hear me. Fun. I the one I one of the ones that I sent to my sister is from Target when we had Target for that like hot second in Canada. <laughs> um, and it has it's like an elf. Um, and there's little uh, jingle bells on the feet. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Okay. Animated Grinch or Jim Carrey Grinch? Go. Um, I have a major confession, and I'd like to apologize to the world, except for not actually, but I don't really like the Grinch. Um, I'm going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> How do you yeah, not I like the Grinch? the Grinch? And I'm like, I always found it scary as a child. He was terrifying. The Jim Carrey Grinch, I, makes me uncomfortable. And the Who's? Really? <laughs> uncomfortable. I dislike it a lot. My jaw is like dropped to the floor. I prefer the animated, like, not, I haven't seen the new one because, again, I don't really like the Grinch, so I don't really feel uh, the need to watch the new one, but I've heard great things, so, like, well done. Um, but, like, OG animated Grinch is the only Grinch I'll, like, watch. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what it is about the Grinch. I'm just not a fan. I do like his schedule, though. The schedule I, that he goes, reads off of, I, that Jim Carrey does. That I like. That's the only, I think, the redeeming quality of that movie for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm, I'm booked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seven o'clock totally dinner. with me. Oh. <laughs> Camera showed on that again. <laughs> That's the only part of the movie for me that is enjoyable. Oh my god, that's crazy. Now that I've offended like you and every other person who enjoys Christmas, uh, which one's your favorite? <laughs> Definitely the real life one, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. Like other than uh, the Santa Claus, The Grinch is my second, like very close second favorite Christmas movie. Yikes. I'm just insulting you left, right, and center. I don't know how you can't like The Grinch. I thought he was so creepy as a child. And I think that just I never quite shook it. <laughs> Oh my god. Like growing up? Ooh. So creepy. Oh my but god. But I also never enjoyed the live action version of any of the Dr. Seuss stories. I found them all super scary. Or not even scary, but just like bizarre. Which <laughs> Dr. Seuss so makes sense. <laughs> hate, hate, hate. Double hate. Loathe entirely. <laughs> the uh, live action Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I love it. And apparently you can like watch this documentary on YouTube that's about how they got Jim Carrey into the costume because it would take him like eight hours of hair and makeup. That's dis- that's a full day of work. Yeah. And then you have to go to a full day of work. Yeah. He had to do like some special like psychotherapy like training in order to like sit in a chair and be like dressed for like eight hours and not be able to move. As someone who pees a lot, that sounds like a nightmare. I would pee my pants. Yeah. Like it just wouldn't happen. I'd need like a catheter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what is your favorite holiday activity? Um so it's a bit a bit. It's a bit long winded, so bear with me. But um the thing that always like kicks off like this is Christmas time, like week Christmas kind of thing. Um I have cousins who live like north of the city in like the new market area and there's like a 
church out there who does like it's a live nativity and it's in a park and they have real animals and they work so hard and there's this huge set but they use the same recording every year and literally our families have been going um since like before my older brother was born i think it's like 30 years and um it always is so much fun my grandma bakes a ton and we all have a big dinner and like i remember as a child we'd like bundle up in our little snowsuits and like waddle on down the street because it wasn't too far from their house we just walk um and it just is always the kickoff of christmas and they always take it very seriously and we just are shooting the shit half the time and like still respectfully like we're not running around off the bleachers but like we always place bets because mary rides an actual donkey is mary gonna get booted off the donkey this year because (laughs) it's happened a lot and sometimes Mary just walks beside the donkey and, like, baby Jesus pulled out of the hay. And, you know, we're just like, wow, what a fast birth. And, like, oh, my God. With, like, what is it? Something counselor, like, something of God, like, the prince of peace. And then they do, like, a really close spotlight. And then it's just like, hallelujah, very loud, shrill choir singing. And Aww. we always quote it together as a family. And we're like, yeah, prince of peace. So, it's um probably minorly disrespectful but mostly fun um and it's always freezing and we're all bundled up and we've gone like rain snow super 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 cold and the only times they've not run it is this year oh and um there was the year that i wasn't in canada for christmas uh it was like the year of the ice storm so they had to cancel it because they couldn't run it. Those are the only years we've missed it, and it's only because they canceled. <laughs> Aw, oh my <laughs> but god! But it's like the best. So is it like a play? Like you're sitting outside, or are yeah. you moving? So it's both. When you're walking through the park, it, it's like along a lake, and they have like a long pathway you go down to like where they have the set set up, and they have people dressed as. Um, like guards and stuff and they're like where are your taxes because you're yeah. on your way to Bethlehem to pay, like pay your taxes and they're like we need your taxes we're like we don't have them they're like well you have to go over there and like um there's someone some years who comes up and they're just like hi I'm your cousin like Meredith from like blah 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 I'm here to take you to where we gotta go and we're like hey Meredith wow and like they're all in costume and it's super fun and one time um, they let us join, Aww. and we were angels. Oh my god! I don't know. That's a long story, so I won't go into it. But we crashed the Christmas play. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, it's funny because um, they have something like just like that near my hometown. No yeah, I've the next town never over. Heard of other people do it like this. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it's called Stations of the Cross, but it's not. No, it's an that's Easter, Easter. thing. Uh, it's the live nativity. It's the nativity, yeah. but it's yeah. the live nativity. <laughs> yeah, so it's the exact same thing. You, like, get all bundled up. I've, I'd been a couple yeah. years, um, and um, I didn't go with my family. Like, my one yeah. of my ex-boyfriend's families always went, so mm-hmm. I would go with them. And you get all bundled up, and, like, there would be, like, actors and actresses, and you would walk from, like, scene to scene to scene, and then the last oh, scene... Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and there would be, like, farm animals and shit, yeah. and, and like, the, the people would, like, rob you. You would, like, have to pay oh. your taxes, and then you got, like, robbed by, like, the Banshees or something, because you were on your oh. way to Bethlehem. Yeah, ours was not that intense. Um. <laughs> ours was intense, and you had to, like, follow the star. 
Oh, okay, yeah, ours is not quite like that. It's, you just walk through a park and there's some people on the path, and they're like, give us your taxes. We're like, haha, no, and they're like, see you later. And then you sit in the bleachers, and they kind of just do loops in front of the bleachers with the donkey. Aww. And, like, the wise men have llamas. Um, <laughs> yeah, the wise men and, had, I think, llamas near And basically, like, the set is just, like, a long, like, it's big, and they have, like, scenes painted on where it's, like, the different, I don't know, like, places people can stay but they just knock on the same door three times <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my god i love it it's so cute it's so fun that is so cute well yeah. i my favorite holiday activity i honestly think is driving around and looking at christmas lights Mm-hmm. that's a good one i did that like last night <laughs> i love it i could literally like if someone gave me a map of like southern ontario and said these are all the places you need to go to see the best christmas lights ever i would cover that whole map that would be very fun. I love, be great. love, 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 love Christmas lights. I love it. Me too. It's so good. Okay, I what often is... think about how I'd want to do that on my house in my future. Oh, yeah. I'm going nuts. <laughs> I'm going like, okay, you, I guess you don't know who Martha May who is, but she's from the Grinch and she has she's a the Christmas one with the gun light thing. Gun. <laughs> yeah. See, I've seen it. I just don't like it. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I love it. I want to be like Griswold family Christmas. Like... Oh yeah, I want Christmas vacation. I want you to be able to see my Christmas lights from Mars. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's gonna be good. What is your favorite thing about the holiday season? Um, it feels magical to me. Um, but also, I love buying gifts and like getting good gifts for people. I find I'm a pretty decent gift giver. So the opportunity to buy so many people gifts all at once, I get so much joy out of like nail in a gift it almost feels like selfish because i like it so much um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um and i think that's just my favorite thing is i just get to do that but like i my family is seven people like i get to do that seven oh, six times like yeah. it's so fun yeah i also love the the gift giving i i could like drain like my bank account i could drain my mastercard i could spend my entire life savings just buying people christmas gifts because i love it so much mm-hmm. Ooh, also because my grandma goes off on baking mm. and her shortbread only comes out at Christmas time and it's <clears throat> delicioso. <laughs> I also think one of my favorite things about the holiday season is Christmas trees. <gasps> yeah. They just provide mm-hmm. such like a nice warm glow. Oh, it's just lovely. I so desperately want to have a real Christmas tree sometime. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Okay, juicy question. Have you ever kissed someone under the mistletoe? Never. I don't think I've actually ever seen mistletoe, like, in real life. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, never. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. I have. It was my... <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, it was, like, one of my first boyfriends ever when I was, like, Ooh. 13. Oh, it was so romantic. Wow. Um, it's like a Hallmark film. You guys are going to meet up and, like... 10 years time and be in love still (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be like when you like pass them on the street you know and then you look back (laughs) i haven't stopped thinking about you since i was 13 (laughs) exactly it was so unromantic it was like oh i love fruit roll-ups i know (laughs) it was a very unromantic um mistletoe kiss but we need to bring back more mistletoe Whenever I hear mistletoe, I just think of the scene in Harry Potter 
um, where Harry and Cho Chang are in the room of requirement and just grows like a fuck ton of like mistletoe in front of the um, the mirror. Yeah. Is and that the in kid? the Goblet of Fire? Uh, no, it's in the one with Dumbledore's army, but the name is escaping me of the actual, like, which one it is. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, oh. and she just goes, she looks up, she goes, oh, mistletoe. Aw. <laughs> okay, what aspect of the holidays are you missing most this year? Uh, seeing my family. Like, back to the live nativity. Like, we can't see them. And my cousin, uh, one of the ones who, like, I go with, uh, one who uh, crashed the nativity play with me. And, um, like, she lives in Denver now with her husband and her, like, child. And they're having a baby. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen them in so long. But also due to, like, like becoming a citizen in the States is tricky. So I haven't seen them in a long time. And, like, yeah, I have a big extended family. When we get together with, like, the core group of us, it's, like, 25 people with just my dad's siblings and stuff and obviously can't see them can't see my nonna so yeah that's a bum but we're gonna do my mom is doing the rounds around the gta tomorrow and dropping off and picking up all the presents for everybody and we're gonna and do all our like secret santa and everything like that (laughs) that is so sweet yeah mine's the same i'm missing definitely the i i'm not missing it yet because it hasn't happened yet but um, my mom has six siblings, so our Christmas mm. is also huge. Yeah. And everyone comes to my home in Campbellford, and it's a raging party. We get the four-wheelers out. Like, one year, my cousin took his, like, oh, what's it called? Range Rover Outlander, like, and started doing donuts in my backyard. <laughs> like, we have a bonfire. We have fireworks. It's so, so, so many people. And we go nuts. We stay up the entire night drinking, mm-hmm. partying, carrying on. And this would have been the first year that Danny could actually come and experience yeah, I remember it. last year. Oh. Yeah, he was in Mexico. And then the year yeah. before that, he was with his mom and his grandma because the year before that, he was in Mexico. So now it's my turn and it's not happening. And I'm like, oh my God. Even my dad was talking to Danny and he was like, Oh, Danny, like you should see this house like at Christmas time, but mm-hmm. he'll be able to come next year. Um, yeah, so it'll be fine. But I will definitely be missing that the most is just the party and like everyone yeah. being together. It's just so mm-hmm. strange, but it's necessary. Yeah. So it it dawned on me this week. So we have my mom's best friend has spent the last like 40 Christmases with my mom's family. Wow. They're basically sisters. She's literally like, this is my first Christmas since I was like 14, not with you. <laughs> um, but she has three kids and I'm one of three kids and we're all born like within like a few months, like back to back. I think it's mm-hmm. like five years with six kids. Wow. Um, yeah. And so we, they would always be over for Christmas and we never wanted to sleep apart. So we always, um, like, we'd all sleep on the floor together. Like, we would make, like, a makeshift bed and then eventually graduated to, like, air mattresses. Um, so this is my first Christmas, like, ever in a bed. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm sleeping by myself on Christmas Eve? Oh, no. Last Christmas, we did beds. We didn't sleep on the floor because it was the first Christmas in this house. We would always right. do it at my grandparents' house and they sold their house. Um, but this is my first Christmas in my own bed. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm my like, God. Oh. Sad. You'll have to sleep with yeah. your dogs. They sleep in a crate. Oh no. I know. What are you gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
it just dawned on me recently and I was like, shit. Well, mine is actually not to, not to rub it in your face. This feels so weird because I'm like, oh, look at me. This is my first <laughs> Christmas with someone in my bed. Even though I've been with Danny for like over two years, like nearly three, um, I've never. Wow. Also, isn't that crazy? That happened so fast, right? But I've I've never had someone sleep in my bed on Christmas Eve, and Danny is sleeping in my bed on Christmas Eve. Danny's my boyfriend, oh. for those who don't know. Um, <laughs> but isn't that so weird? We're gonna have Christmas morning together. That's so cute. I love that. This is my first Christmas morning without cousins um like well except for my exchange but like my first christmas morning home like without them and i'm like oh my god this feels wrong i hate it i feel like when things go back to normal we're all just going to appreciate it so much more yeah 100 percent. and it's going to be so much more magical like the next time i get to like party with my entire family like Honestly, like I'm going to start preparing for the hangover before it even happens. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna buy Gatorade ahead of time. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> like the next time we can be together with our friends, Fuck. I'm gonna go nuts. We are gonna have a rager. You know when I get really hyper and my I like my legs go like crazy and I like jump up and down like a crazy lady. Mm-hmm. Like, even the thought of, like, all of us being back together again, like, makes me want to jump around my bedroom. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I'm like... Ugh. Okay, last question, and honestly, the most important question. When did you stop believing in Santa? Do you remember? I don't remember what grade specifically. I know it was late, though. But here's the thing. To this day, if I walk downstairs and go right now and go, do you believe in Santa Claus? <laughs> the answer is, you don't believe, you don't receive. And um, also, I remember telling my mom um, that I knew Santa wasn't real. And it felt like telling a dirty lie. It was terrible. <laughs> I felt so guilty. She was in her room and I sat down on her bed and I was like, mom, I have something to tell you. <laughs> And for a long time, I tried so hard to be like, no, it's real. It's so real. Like, I wanted it to be so real so bad that I was just like, no, no, he's real. Like, just so desperately. And so I was like, Mom, I know Santa's not real, but I still believe in the spirit of Santa. (laughs) Try to break it to her that I knew because I knew it was so important to them, too. Um, But to this day, I was like moving gifts around under the tree because I was giving one to like um, one of my friends um, I was going to drop it off for her and I found one <laughs> for, for, from Santa and I was like oh he came early <laughs> so uh, Santa still uh, leaves us little gifts under the tree <laughs> oh my god I, I love Santa um, and I still get gifts from Santa too mm-hmm. and I don't remember did, wait did you tell your sister or did you oh, oh. okay good and my siblings didn't tell me. Uh, I think I just kind of figured that, like, oh, this doesn't actually make sense. Um, but not without, like, I fought tooth and nail to, like, believe and be like, no, no, it must be real. I think I was honestly probably, like, grade six when I was, like, maybe grade seven where I was like, okay, I know. Like, I knew before, but I didn't want to believe. 
Mm-hmm. It was grade six or grade seven where I was like, I have come to terms. <laughs> yeah. That this is not real. So I'm the youngest mm-hmm. of four. My sister's five years older than me. Um, but they were the best because my family let me keep believing for as long as I wanted to believe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best way to do it. It's like, 100%. I just, I so wholeheartedly, I loved Santa. I adored Santa. I always wrote him letters through Canada me Post. Me too. Do you want to know the coolest thing? What? My mom knows the guy who, um, this, I don't, they don't do it the same every year, I guess. But, um, this year he was asked to be in charge of responding to the letters. Wow. I'm like, I want that job. That is the best job <laughs> ever. The best job, but I was like, I remember receiving responses and that was, oh, amazing. It's, it's, it's just fucking magical. Yeah. I still remember the way. Pardon? H-O-H-O-H-O. That's yeah. supposed to go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, I loved it. And then like you would go to the, the Santa Claus parade or you would go to the post office and you'd either give Santa your letter at the Santa Claus parade or sometimes the Santa Claus parade was too early and I wouldn't have it done yet. I would go and drop it off at the post office and I just mm-hmm. always found it like so magical and you would get mm-hmm. a response. Did you ever do the like Santa tracker online on Christmas Eve? No, I see we oh. didn't have a computer. Okay. I remember gathering around the family computer and I was like, We gotta track Santa and when it showed him in like the Americas, we're like, Ah, ah, get ready for bed, let's go, go, go <laughs> We'd be like, Oh my god, like he's gonna be here and like run around and be like, Get the cookies, get the milk um, Oh my god, how did I not use this as one of my favorite Christmas memories. Um, so there's the six kids, and my grandma would always get us matching pajamas. Oh my god! So we'd go to church on Christmas Eve, and um, then we'd come home, and we'd all get our matching pajamas and race out of the room, and whoever like put them on fastest won. <laughs> Wore nothing except for bragging rights for the year that they put them on fastest. Um, <laughs> so we'd all be in our matching pajamas. And we'd all run to our like the toy room that was just covered in blankets for us to sleep on, Aww. and like get the cookies out for Santa and be like, we're sleeping, we're sleeping. <laughs> and keep an eye out because there's like a big sliding glass door that went outside in that room. And be like, is that a street light or is that Rudolph's nose? We see glowing and like, Oh my God. Hype each other up and be like, I saw him. I saw him. And yeah, it was lit. <laughs> oh, I love that. Did you go to midnight mass? No, we no, would, they had family mass at like five or six. And that's where, um, cause I also participated in, um, the nativity at the church mm, I love it. for many years. Um, I was usually a coveted angel. Oh. That position was, uh, if you weren't Mary, you wanted to be an angel. Um, so I was often an angel. And then once I was too old for the nativity, I played piano for the nativity. Aww. I would sing a little song and I would play piano for that's beautiful. I still to be in- involved because I fucking love Christmas. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Yeah, I believe forever. Um, I still believe in the spirit of Santa. Oh my god, yeah, Santa like, is real in my heart. <laughs> yeah, if anyone like asks me, like, is Santa real? I'm gonna say yes because he is. But <laughs> he's the best shit ever. I fucking love Santa. Yeah. Hence the Santa mug. <laughs> but like my sister would like she was so good. We shared a room five years older than me, pretty big age gap. 
Um, and she would like, we'd be in our beds. Also, I forgot to mention our parents made us go to bed really early. And still, even now, my parents do not put our presents under the tree until we have all gone to bed. Yep. I think maybe this year might be different. Um, but yeah, that's usually how it goes. The one that I found under the tree that's for Santa right now is for my grandmother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom just wasn't paying attention and threw it under there. Yeah. But we would all have to go to bed really early. We would put out carrots for, and celery for the reindeer. Yes. And my parents would chew them up and spit them out on the lawn. I'm not kidding. And we would wake up in the morning, like me and my brothers and my sister, and we would like open the front door. <laughs> and we'd be like, holy shit, the reindeer, the reindeer ate the carrots. And they'd be like chewed up and spat out on the front lawn. Like, no lie, like my oh parents my went God. off. And like my dad would like leave like, a bite out of the cookies and like drink of some of the milk, but not all of yes, it. Leave a little. And um, oh my God, my sister would always like, We'd be falling asleep, and she'd be like, did you hear that? And I'd be like, yeah. She was like, do you hear that on the roof? And I was like, yeah, I totally heard that on the roof. She's like, holy shit, it's Santa. And, like, one year, like, <laughs> my sister was still believing at this time, too. We, like, we tried to, like, sneak downstairs and, like, see him. Mm-hmm. And we, like, came walking, like, down the stairs. And then we heard in the kitchen, like, a chair pull out. And we got so, so, so scared that we, like, ran upstairs and went right back to bed. And then our chimney was, like, broken. So, like, he, Santa wasn't able to come down our chimney anymore. And my mom found this Santa key. I think she got it at Canadian Tire. And it was, like, a special key that only Santa could use to unlock your front door. And he would come through your front door. And it was, like, this ancient-looking key. And that's how he would, like, come into your house. And I was, like, this key is fucking magic. Like, this is magic. That's I love so that key. That's so funny. I, um, I don't remember what year it was. but <laughs> So my mom wrapped the Santa gifts and her gifts in the same wrapping paper. Oh, no. Um, yeah. So I remember, and it's so funny, because for a lot of kids, it would be a telltale sign of, like, Santa's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, so what my mom did was she put a note on my on my brother's gift, and it was just, she made sure that was the first gift that was given out for Christmas that year. Because um, we, everybody gets a gift, and then we all watch each other open it. So it takes hours, because yeah. there's 11 of us every Christmas morning. Um, but everybody's got to watch uh, and my brother's gift had a special note from Santa Claus being like, hey, we ran out of t- um, toilet paper. It's not 2020 at that point. Um, <laughs> we ran out of wrapping paper at the North Pole. So I came and borrowed yours. Thank you so much. And I was flabbergasted. I was so jealous. My brother got a note from Santa Claus himself about <laughs> borrowing our wrapping paper. I was like, Wow, Santa came twice. Oh my god! It was the age where people were like Santa's not real. I'm like, yeah, he is. He borrowed our wrapping paper. He came to my house twice. Like, oh my god! My mom's like, well, I'm glad that worked because I really thought I blew it. And I was like, no, that like letter from Santa. I was just like, oh my god! I can't wait he, to have kids we're one day. Special to him. Literally, like, for that reason, like, I cannot wait to have kids and have them, like, experience the magic. Like, 
it's it's like you feel it in your soul. Have I ever told you about the reindeer dance? I think you have. Okay. Tell me again. Um, we do what probably looks like some sort of weird cult ritual to our neighbors. <laughs> um, every Christmas Eve. So, again, it's after church. So, we've all gone to church. We come back. And also, we would all wear matching bows in our hair because we all just wanted to dress the exact same all the time. Oh, my God. So, we'd God. all have matching ribbons. <laughs> and so, we're all standing on the front lawn. And my grandpa is this, like, very large man. Like, he's tall. He's big. got a booming voice. And um, he'd go around, and they got a package of this thing. It's, like, called reindeer food. Um, and it has a thing on the back. And it's, like, to break sure Santa's reindeer come to your house on Christmas Eve. Like, put some of this in your uh, hand. And my grandpa would lead us in the reindeer dance every year. And um, it was, like, so he'd tell us the instructions. And it's, like, all right, put it in, like, your left hand. And you're going to. Close your eyes, spin around three times, throw it over your right shoulder and clap three times and make your Christmas wish. Um, oh, my God. I love <laughs> that. Every Christmas Eve. And that was before we got the pajamas because we do that. Go inside, uh, eat dessert and then get pajamas. Um, <laughs> and it was like, we have to do the reindeer dance. Otherwise, Santa's not coming. Oh, my <laughs> God. I love that. So much fun. And then we just have... Like, eventually, when that package ran out, like, early on, um, we eventually would just use, like, glitter and oatmeal. <laughs> that was the <laughs> <reindeer food. laughs> Our front lawn with all the snow would also be covered in oats. <laughs> and glitter. <laughs> glitter and oatmeal. That's iconic. I love that. That's so good. <laughs> Global warming caused by the reindeer dancing glitter in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the glitter, microplastics in Lake Ontario, it's from it's you. <laughs> reindeer dancing every year. <laughs> oh, yes, that is hilarious. I love it. That is so good. Well, I feel like we could just talk and talk and talk about Christmas. Um, but is there any message you want to send to everyone listening to this episode this holiday season? Anything you want for our listeners? Just keep on doing your best, whether that's if you're going to just wake up and have a hot chocolate and that's as close to your regular Christmas as you get. If you don't celebrate Christmas, wake up and have a hot chocolate and be warm on your day off of work. Uh, just, yeah, 2020 has been an interesting year. And uh, keep on keeping on because we're doing the best with what we got. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I guess for our listeners, I would say uh, no matter what you're doing this year, what you celebrate or don't celebrate, um, if there's anything that you personally can do, like in your home with just your family to create a sense of normality, I would recommend doing it. So if every year you watch a certain movie or read a certain book, do it anyways. If every year you have like a certain thing for breakfast, whether you're with your family or not, have that thing for breakfast and the magic will resume next year. As per usual schedule. <laughs> yes. Santa's already prepping for next year. It's it's going to be dessert. <laughs> he, he already started. <laughs> I spoke to him and he told me. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne's changing it from crazy train to crazy sleigh. Let's go, ladies. <laughs> well, I love this. Thank you so much for having this festive episode and I'm just so happy we got to do this because there's Thanks. no one else I'd rather talk about the holidays with. 
It's like the good old days. <laughs> yes, this is great. I love you, Mads. Thank you for being on my podcast. And I hope everyone enjoyed having their morning coffee with us or their afternoon coffee with Bailey's in it or whatever it is. <laughs> Your after dinner bloat tea. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing this. And at the end of my podcasts, I tell everyone it's a beautiful life. So do you want to say it with me? Sure. Okay, ready? Three. Two, one, it's a beautiful beautiful life. life. (laughs) (laughs) It never works when I do it because I think we're like a half a second delayed. Eh, It sounded right to me. (laughs) Okay, cool, cool. It's a beautiful life. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And I will see y'all tomorrow for the ninth day. Thank you so much for listening to The Crazy Beautiful Life. If you'd like to leave me an Apple Podcast review, I would really appreciate it. And make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. I'll see y'all next Monday. It is a beautiful life.